love my delete later. I bloody hope you do. You can support our show by using the new ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. Just smash that link in the show description and support us now so we can keep making this podcast. Thank you. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hiya there, and welcome to My Delete Later, the show where we delve into guests' social media timelines. I'm Stevie Martin, and... Look, I don't like social media. I'm Gina Martin. Look, I do. Very simple. Who is our guest today, Stephen? Today we have the bloody excellent comedian, writer and actor, Alistair Green. He's been on Flowers. He's been on 8 out of 10 Cats, does Countdown, Game Face, but also all over your Twitter timeline with consistently excellent viral videos, such as Beef. (laughs) We chatted today about when your content is just like too good like I don't think I could even change that which was a lovely thing to hear um also posts that irk Alistair and Stevie uh together which turned out to just be my entire timeline and also (laughs) how he creates his characters online his videos are literally stellar you have to watch them they are brilliant but before we start Jean Jean what's in your drafts this week in my drafts this week is Facebook business manager oh isn't it all of our drafts classic isn't it in some way (laughs) I don't even know what it is pisses me off so facebook business manager is like the hub on facebook facebook is the parent company of instagram and if you want to do paid ads on Mm. either facebook or instagram you have to go to facebook business manager having a a business account on facebook and you create your ad sets and all the creative and the spend and the strategy and everything in there now what are those nouns (laughs) I, i thought spend was a verb look it's fine i used to work in advertising i used to do this and it's like since I haven't worked, I thought this week, oh, look, I'll uh, create some, uh, you know, ads for my ink girl's business. That's me. Yeah, I'm cool. Get some spend. I'm marketing. I'm a creative. I went on it and I was like, oh, like I, n- I nearly passed out. It's so complex. It's changed already since I left. This is how fast the world moves. It was only a year and a half ago. And now I have to like relearn the whole thing just so I can sell my artwork. So I've kind of got quite stressed about that whole relearning and I don't really have the time. And right now I just want to, I want someone to just tell me how to do it. But obviously as a freelancer, that's not how life works. But it's hard. It's All this is very hard. Also, please do go to Gina's... Uh, Gina does these incredible paintings. We haven't even talked about them on here. At Gina's Ink Girls. I have two of them. They're amazing. Thanks. <laughs> right. What's in my drafts, you say? Thank you. I would like to thank everybody that was involved in the introduction of the like button in all areas of social media. For example, you've got your fave on on Twitter, that you've also got the um, ability to like DMs, haven't you? And on Instagram, you've got the ability to like DMs as well as to like comments. And the reason I'm thanking everybody is it's the perfect way to end a conversation on these platforms. So if you don't have anything else, like there's always a point where you're tweeting, having a Twitter conversation with someone and it's like, it's run out, but you don't know how to end it. So you just like it. And and everyone knows that that is done. It was, mm. it, what it's meant now is that on, on things like WhatsApp, 
when someone's like you have like a nice little chat and then suddenly like oh my god it's come to the end of the chat but oh my god yes i don't know how to end this without saying okay bye or just say just say ha 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 but then they go ha ha as well and then you're like well i have to say something um one way of doing it is of course the uh cheeky kiss so you do a kiss at the end of your you, you, do, you do a sort of like oh yeah abs- like a, a, a summation whatsapp being like oh yeah absolutely i find that as well kiss which sort of implies you're leaving but then some people don't adhere to that and come back with a reply and then you and then i always go oh, i'll just like it oh i can't so what i'm saying is that all the platforms that have the like or fave button on them. I love you. That's a really good one. I'm going to tell you from now on when you want to finish a conversation on WhatsApp, just say, just got a meeting now. But I'll talk to you later. Could do that, but sometimes it's like midnight. uh, Okay, right. I use the big thumb, big, big old thumb, huge thumb to be like, thumbs up as I'm backing away to our guest today. Our guest is Alistair Green and you can see all of his amazing videos that we discussed in the episode on at Might Delete Later Pod. It's quite an exciting one for us because we actually haven't had a guest who does amazingly brilliant video content yet. So our social media account is just going to be full of the lol lols. Go over there, have a look and also enjoy. So each week we ask our guests what they would like to delete. So this week I would like to delete Tupperware because I feel like my life is revolved around trying to find the lid and I just can't I'm stressed about it I always want them to be in the same place to take anything out they clatter to the floor it's like socks Tupperware and bobby Mm. pins like exist in the same universe in which I can never use them are your Tupperware all the same size because that's a good you could have a stacking system this is the thing I thought they were because we order them all from the same takeaway wait a minute you don't buy the Tupperware you save it from takeaways I also do that I don't buy buy Tupperware either it's free you know just like a a, a money saver Stevie what would you like to delete this week I'd like to delete being told things like good are bad look it's very (laughs) it's very easy to get your head around this okay reality being shattered I did a lot of research I read one blog post in 2014 about what the best non-dairy milk was and oats apparently because almond milk they ship the almonds over or something no they use a lot of water, water with almond yeah. milk yeah yeah and there's another one where it's like it's it's flown over on a plane or something i was like hey okay, i don't whereas oats is just like they just squeeze some oats and that's fine squeeze some oats. i think i think that's what you, you squeeze it in like a little in some cloche no that's yeah. hell cloth like um, a mesh in, thing isn't it and it drips through, it drips, through in like, like a cheese, year. Yeah. cheese cloth and then, yes. and then you get um, a shot glass of like very disgusting liquid yeah. oatly superior uh, to all oat milks Frothy. Lots of fla- it's very, quite very... annoying branding though isn't it isn't it it's like i'm your friend that i'm a human cost, yeah hey guys just that thing oh, fuck, hey, you're a corporation this is a boring bit of the box yeah. you like that yeah yeah turns out like 10 percent of them or something is owned by uh a, i look i didn't I, I started reading it and then i stopped reading that it was me that posted it you asshole read it I read it and I was like, again, this is why I'm deleting it. I don't want to know. Oh, fair it. enough. Right. I know enough now to right. now I will stop. It's something to do with investment and I didn't look into it, but I was immediately like, right, well, the MS oat milk is actually quite nice, so I'll buy that. Mm. There's an MS near me, fine. I do want to know things, of course, but I don't uh, like to know all them. of it. 
for a bit, I'd like to just be, yeah. maybe get a bullet point list of things so I don't have to like know why and really like engage in how everything I know is consistently a lie. And then it was right. turns around again and it's, and I feel like I'm not real. Okay. Oh my so, God, that was so, that got so deep. Okay. Well, Al, what would you like to do this week? Uh, iCloud. I hate, I hate everything about it. I don't understand it. I, it's caused me so much hassle. Uh, I mean, the obvious answer to this is just don't switch it on. But even that is a thing. If you ever go into the Apple store, which everything I use is, is Apple. So I, go in the, I have to go in the store a lot. Like once every two weeks, I go, please, I need a, a meeting at the Genius Bar. Uh, the Genius the Bar. Yeah. And then a guy, I, I, last time I went in there, it was about my phone and my front microphone wasn't working. And I went in there. Obviously, never met this person in my life. He's sitting at a desk. It's, it's during COVID. This was like two, three weeks ago, something like that. And I went in the store, and you, I, I like the people who work in there. I like them. They're knowledgeable. They're good, right? Mm. But he's a young guy, and he's like, he sat on this desk. And as I walked over, he went, what's going on, man? Like, really, <laughs> really concerned. And I sort of looked behind me. I went, what would you make? Like, I thought I trod in some dog shit or something. I, I said, what you know? He's like, he goes, what's going on, man? I, I was like, what was I meant to text you? Or like, I don't get what. What, and, and <laughs> what then do you I mean? And I went, yeah, and I went, I sort of looked confused. He went, what, what, what's the problem with your phone? I went, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Like, if someone says something like that, your immediate default is, oh, God, what have I done? Fuck. Yeah. The thing that bothers me about, about, about iCloud, though, is that is that I don't understand what's happening. I don't. So and because I deal a lot with big files on, on my computer, I've got a very, very not a good secure system here where I just back <laughs> everything up to a hard drive every Friday, an external hard drive or videos and things like that, and that's it. If I have okay. iCloud turned on, my computer, and I've got a fairly new computer, quickly fills up and it says, you cannot do this and that. That can't happen. And then I've got things on my screen going, upload into iCloud. I go, just don't surely this should be simpler wow, how yeah. big is this cloud not big enough yeah not big enough quite right yeah yeah <laughs> another question what is your average daily screen time on your phone saying i don't know without checking and my, my phone switched off and charging but i would imagine idea. yeah i've ruined the whole thing um, <laughs> um i don't know the exact answer to that but it is something i looked at once and thought shit so uh, I, I'm very conscious with how much I use social media now and I limit myself. Um, so That's I do good. do it. I do honestly do it around like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and it goes off at a certain time. Um, That's great. I, I, and I've got the, I have to put my phones in, in the other room now at night and all that stuff that, that people say mm. you're supposed to do. And once you get into that habit, it's very manageable, particularly if because social media is sort of what I do now, I do have to be careful about you know what I mean? Yeah, it becomes if, if, your if, work and I life. Mean, yeah, and, and the thing is with it is there's something, there's something, it's almost a part of our, um, a part of our sort of DNA now. It's almost like scrolling and not really absorbing information in any real sense or just having it float over you, these things. of. And I just think it's very bad for you. But then I do sort of break that a lot. If something happens, um, a news thing or whatever, and I want to respond to it quickly and I'll do something quickly, I'll probably have a peek at that and, uh, you know, somewhere mm. in between. But um, it, I, I think perhaps rather than having set times, just to be conscious um, of, Generally. of what, what you're doing with it, you know, if you know what I mean, like um, 
rather than I think it's very easy just to, you know, be like that, like most people do. I mean, I'm certainly not anti, I'm not anti-social media at all. Um, mm. It's just the same as anything. To excess, it's, it's not good for you. Yeah, balance. You react very, very quickly sometimes with your characters and stuff, because I kind of stay away from news on Twitter. So I will often see a video you've done and then work backwards to yes, the same. news story um, yeah. and then watch it again with hindsight and be like, ah, the context even makes it even funnier. I know there are certain news stories that you wouldn't go anywhere near in terms of doing a sketch or is it like anything fair game? It's mostly just things that annoy me or sometimes not, not sometimes it might be annoying me. It just, there's some, particularly, if, it, if it's politics, there's something intrinsically funny about a squirming politician it's kind of almost sweet. There's almost sympathy for someone like, particularly someone like Matt Hancock has got that kind of face where you go, it's kind of heartbreaking where he's fumbling around and going, well, I think, oh God, I th he just can't get it right, you know? So it's funny. But other times they're just awful people and it's, you know, there's an obvious angle. And the thing with Twitter is it's very obvious straight away because people kind of say the same things. They go, oh, he said that thing. So you can go, okay, right. That's yeah, something. it feels so quick and reactive. Do you improv them a lot or do you script them out sometimes and stuff? Or is it mostly just like, oh, I'm going to go with this and run with it? No, I don't write them down. I just switch the phone on and. Um... Oh, so good. Uh, but but, but normally I do it like, to, normally I, I do it once, watch it back. And then, because the good thing with Twitter is you get two minutes 20. And ideally, you don't really want to use all that time. I don't anyway. So you go, what's the quickest way? to get this out so the, the the politician ones if i do those ones they very rarely make it into when, when i show the film in the cinema and things like that of the of the, of the videos all, all strung together i don't they not, don't usually use those ones those ones those politician ones are really just to drive numbers to my twitter because they're very sort of clickable in yes in current people there's something about twitter is that everyone's talking about a topical event now but no i do i do it i do it once watch it back and then i'll usually pick up three things three kind of joke things and which like platform do you prefer because obviously you're very very heavily on twitter and successful on twitter but you also i see that you put a lot of stuff on instagram and maybe potentially did a little drunk live last night <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, I did, yeah. Well, I, 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 Twitter's much bigger than my Instagram. Even my, twi my Twitter's not that big comparative to other people, really. It's just, um, I think Twitter's a medium more for comedy. I think it lends itself to comedy better. Instagram mm. is like kind of, you very rarely post Instagram, politics on Instagram. And it's definitely more shareable on Twitter, isn't it? You can, it goes right. further it's on just, so you can share it more. The, right, the design of the app lends itself to to yeah being shareable or exponentially um, getting more views whereas instagram doesn't unless people tag their friends in it and go oh this is like that we know someone like that or whatever so it mm. takes longer to longer to build up i think but there, there's aspects of instagram i really like much better than, like than twitter like the, like the live element i really like the split screen like the ease of it is so funny um, I, I think it's really, I think it's a really like cleverly designed thing. Are there any particular social media types of social media posts that make you feel a bit sick or that you particularly hate? And also, there's no judgment on anyone who's doing them. It's just in terms of like things that essentially get your goat the most. Mm. For example, I, I don't like the, the, the sort of clapping in between words. I mm. find that very difficult. Oh. But... 
God. Any, I don't like it when people suddenly adopt the language of how you're meant to do it. Like, I was this year's old when I found out that. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this? A, don't say it. It's so irritating. And it's such a forced friendliness. Like, look at me. Look at me using the language. I don't even yes. say lol. I go, if I ever write lol, I go, I can't. No, I can't do that. I don't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just cringy. Anything like that. It gets on my nerves. Yeah, general posts that get on my nerves are, and this is, you'll hate me for this. It's like, I know this is bad, but when people put positive things, they go, guys, I know the world's awful right now, but look at this. And it's like a video of some ducks or whatever. <laughs> some, some people, and I can think of a couple of people in my head who are followers. I don't know why I follow them. They're like half a million followers. And all they do is post things like that. Like, and now and again, guys, I'm just so happy that, uh, oh, God. The pictures of ducks and stuff is literally all Stevie follows. No, but yeah, but I would like to make it very clear. No, no, but it's okay because I follow things like um, accounts that are like duck of the day and it's just, it's been going it's for weird. five years. It's no weird. issue with that. What I'm talking yeah. about is that when it's a person, because an account called duck of the day, great. What I'm talking about is an individual <laughs> going, guys, I've just seen this. I just want to spread a little sunshine. Yeah, do you know what you could do with your sunshine? Stick it up a duck's ass. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I've watched that. Now, if there yeah. was a Twitter account called Sticking Things Up a Duck's Ass, <laughs> that, now you're talking. I completely hear you about people using, like, normalise and then anything. You know, like, people saying yeah. normalise a lot or repeating yeah. the same sentence over and over again. Yeah. Like, pay so know, Full disclosure, this is all me. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, okay. No, it is, but it's fine because it's just like different feelings about social media. That's the whole point yeah. of the podcast. Like, yeah, but it is. It's so it's sorry. so all me. It could not be more me. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to have to go. This is too awkward. This is too. I'm too tense. I can't handle this. I can't. Handle, I'm going to go on Twitter now and do the clap and go. Don't do their podcast. <laughs> I do use emojis actually. I I, I do use a lot of it. I use this one. Ah, you know the one with the tongue out and the funny eyes. That's your bio, use, isn't that's it? That's my brand. Yeah, that's my brand. That guy. I want him on the ah. or the sunglasses one. I love them both. You like the sunglasses one? I've seen that. Yeah, I, love I, that I, yeah. I got very excited when the um, I'll do an impression of it. They were on this like this. Yeah, the drunk one. The drunk yeah. one. What is I quite, that? Yeah. He's quite fun yeah. because he sort of is like, uh, but he's like a little bit more yeah. like, oh, what? I'll like, tell I, you I, the I quite... saddest one. The saddest one. Straight face. Oh, yeah, Him, not good. Just the smile is a straight horizontal line. Mm. Him, frowny face is like, oh, he's had a, oh, he's had a tough day. Straight face is a kid. His parents got divorced, and he's got no dinner. It's like half horrible. <laughs> like he's got, he's no got a little thing, and he's just like, and he's just straight face guys just holding it together. When you started doing those like vignettes, if they if one didn't do particularly well, or say. Um, there was one you weren't quite happy with or whatever. Did you ever feel weird doing them when you first started doing them before like you the built the following? the first one you ever put up, because I remember, like, I, tra- I started doing online content for the first time this year, and the first one I put up, it was like I just exposed my anus to everybody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, did you feel like you exposed your anus? That's the question. No, I wouldn't say it was that good. No. So, um, uh, I don't... I can't remember. I remember one of the first ones that I thought I realised it was a thing. Like, I thought, oh, that's... I was pleased was pleased with it. I thought, that's really good. And it sounds mad, like a thing on your phone, but there's some that I go, okay, I don't see how that could be better. Like, there was one... The, the, one of the first ones was, like, 
He's a guy, it's this one called an inquisitive man. So I gave them little titles of like, and I thought it's a self-contained world. That inquisitive man one, I I thought about, and basically it's the premise is a man who is defending a footballer who's been accused of, um, sexual assault or rape. So he, but you don't know the details of the case. So all you hear, all you see is this guy going, I can't remember what it says. He's like, look, I'm just, I'm just asking questions here. All right. Listen, what you've got to ask yourself is what is the girl doing in a hotel room? So, and then it goes on like that. And it's a slow realization, um, that the woman works in the hotel, but there's no justification for it whatsoever. And then I realized it's this, this sort of funny thing about that one is that there's an internal logic to this character in his head where he's like, and then I was like, how far can you take that? How much further will this person go to justify it in front, in, in, in the face of all this evidence? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's the reality of those conversations, which is why it's so brilliant. I think I would probably get a lot more views if I was slightly more obvious with it or put jokes in it or made the characters a bit more two-dimensional. That's interesting. Because I see some people online doing that kind of thing and I go, I wouldn't really want to do that. So the point of those kind of characters is is that, yeah, it's it's insidious and it's kind of... They're not outright saying things that we would recognise in quotation marks as racist, but the implication of what they're saying obviously is or they think it's acceptable what they're saying. There's an yeah. assumption on their part that... I'm right, you know, I'm right about this, you know. Mm. Bad satire is like hitting people over the head with it, you know, and like... Agree. And it's quite, it's quite tedious. Also, that's why people like social content like this. Like, that's why people like comedy online, because it's not, like, highly produced and highly... Right. Like, there's got talent yeah. to it. They want to see just yeah. a talented person <laughs> yeah, do yeah, something yeah. in their own way. Like, that's really nice to watch, you know? But it is interesting, like, when you, when you get talk to sort of TV people and stuff like that, and they're like, hey, what about, okay... You're in a different setting. You're like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. no absolutely uh, not. You live in an apartment block, and all of the characters are people you actually, they're you. So we open the door to, no. Yeah, no. You've, you've, you've made it, not, you've made no. it, you've taken what was great about it, and you've made it shit. That's what you've done there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's sort of a problem because I've sort of done their job. I've written it, edited it. I've even distributed it in a cinema. You don't, there's not much <laughs> they can add to the mix, really. I've sort of fucked myself. It's, uh, it's, it's a nightmare, really. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you. 
We've asked you to bring a post that you're most proud of and a post that you really regret. Should we start with one that you're proud of? It's probably the Inquisitive Man one, or there was another one that I was really pleased with, which ha- which is not a popular one o- online, however many times I retweet it, which is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's one called Beef, and it's a horribly tense meal, middle-class family, and it's this woman just going, darling, how is your beef? And she just took, and, and it's really tense, and I was really pleased with it because you can set the scene quite quickly, darling, I'm talking to you, how is your beef? And it's really tense, and I put a ticking clock in that one in the background. So <laughs> lame, so lame. Any more props than that? It's as you say, it's ten, basically. So I let, so I sort of minimise it to as few props as I can, and that was one of them, like a ticking clock. I've never done that before since. But I said, "How's your beef, darling?" And then she starts laughing and goes, <laughs> "Your father says for someone who's did communication studies at university, you're not very communicative." And then there's this sort of thing around. She's like, "Your father saw you in town today. Who was that you were talking to?" And then he said, and then she goes, "If F you are okay." And where's she from? She's from here. And I was really pleased with it because I think it's about like generational struggle or basically it's this woman who's lost control of her son who's gone to university and been introduced to new ideas that they've clearly brought him up badly and not told him about socialism or anything like that. That's kind of the subtext is that she's furious at the world's changing which is represented by a son's views and a son's hanging around with, with people who are not white British and what have you. So, so mm. she's kind of annoyed at this this thing. So did you say that one didn't do as well? It did well, yeah, but not as well as some of the... Because some of the others, you get about half a million views or whatever, but that isn't... And the reason for that is it's not, um, I don't think, touching on a zeitgeist issue... Or it's not as recognised. The, the, the reason something like an inquisitive man does well is like, oh my god, I know that man. Yeah, That's yeah, awful. yeah. It's it's about a, a, an issue which we're talking about at the moment in public discourse. Whereas whereas the, that one is kind of it's a self contained. It's a, it's basically a short, a kind of short film. I feel like such a wanker. Yeah. Do you? Um, <laughs> when, I, for about half hour, I've been thinking, why don't you just shut your mouth? When something like that doesn't do as well as say something that you might see as more, I don't. I, none of the stuff that you do is obvious. But do you, do you know what I mean? When, like, when, yeah. when, when, well, like, well, of course that did well. Yeah. Do you ever? Does it ever change your opinion of things? If, if I think it's good, it it doesn't cross my mind that it would that it's not good. I do That's know good. that sounds terrible, but it doesn't. It does not cross my. I go, oh, they're too thick, or like, you know, uh, <laughs> like I do think that. I don't. I, I don't. I, it, I don't ever think. Oh God, maybe I did that wrong. I don't think that. Does it make I you question back, yourself? No. If I if good. I watch it back and I think it's good, I do honestly. I go like beef, for example. I go. There's no question in my mind that I could, I don't see how it could be better. <laughs> but I don't. But I don't. Your first ever post that you did on mm. Twitter. So you joined in August oh 2012. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> know you were going to do this. This is horrendous. 2012, jeez. But you didn't tweet until October the 23rd. So you obviously joined <laughs> it, and, and then you were like, right. absolutely not. Don't know. And your first ever tweet was, um, Brian May is on BBC News 24 talking about the badgical at last. <laughs> Which I think is great. That's not a bad start. That's Lovely. not a bad start. 
Yeah. Not that at all. Do you remember yeah. joining Twitter? And do you did you know why you didn't tweet for so long, or do you have? I've no got no, absolutely no recollection of that at all. No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely no recollection of it. No, no, I, no. I go through. I literally go through my tweets and I read like old things, and it's like I'm reading a different person speaking. I can't remember. Mm. Joining mm. it, I can't remember the what I thought I was doing on it. I can't remember, and it's really weird it's actually like, looking back like, at that it's, stuff. It's almost like the same. site. Like, do you remember when you got a mobile? You're like, I don't know. Like I don't face yeah. any of that yeah. stuff. I go, no idea. So it's such an integral part of your sort of what you, what you are now, I guess. Uh, yeah, your digital life. After you'd done that Brian May tweet, Brian May slash Badgical tweet, um, you didn't tweet for another month. Oh. so you clearly were like. And I'm done. I've done Twitter. Well, I'm when, a tweet now. when you do a tweet of that quality, um, you can sit back and have a bit of me time. You can put your feet up for a while. Yes. Also, yeah. do you want yeah. to know what your second tweet was? Different oh, vibe. God. Why do we need DJs in a nightclub to play table tennis all of a sudden? Play it properly or fuck off, you bunch of Generation Y twats. <laughs> Of topics going on the first and second tweet. That's oh, something that uh, that annoys me. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. I mean, I still that's still an issue to me. Yeah, it's like it should. It's a proper sport. Let's not muck about. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Shall we move on to your uh, post that you regret? Yes. Is there a post that you've done that you think I wish I had not done that? There's a thing with Twitter where you go, I'm never sure whether I want to be more restrictive of myself and go, I should actually only tweet the videos and then you'd have a clean timeline of quality help <laughs> but then i go oh no just do anything you know it doesn't matter yeah. sometimes i do I, I, like ironically the most probably the most views i ever got in a video was something where i thought oh, shall i not do that and i was just in piccadilly circus on, on the day, first day of lockdown or second day not lockdown sorry <laughs> yeah first day <laughs> of lockdown piccadilly like, circus oh, on the I first day of piccadilly lockdown. circus yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, worst thing, the worst thing I could admit. Yeah, yeah. It was lockdown when the whole country complied. I thought, pricks. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I went down McDonald's. No, I went, so I cycled into town and um, I was in Piccadilly Circus and I, I just made this like, lame joke. I was like, oh, it's not, it's not like Piccadilly Circus around here. <laughs> just like a nervous thing. I thought, I'll just put it on my stories. And then I thought, oh, I'll tweet it. And then it became this thing. It became this massive thing. And even now on my social media, I get loads of comments now and again going, oh, my God, I love the Brit sense of humour. Like, really? And this thing where I go, I don't know what it is. I don't regret posting it, but it was just like, guys, I don't know if you've seen beef. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I retweeted that one afterwards and people went, nah, I prefer the Piccadilly Circus stuff, actually. I think it's funny when you do something, and this this could be for anything, it doesn't have to be for comedy, but specifically it's quite funny in comedy. Whenever I do live shows, there'll be about three jokes that the audience will laugh at that I didn't actually write as jokes. I just thought they were things I was saying. It's one of those mysteries, yeah. I don't understand what people... I don't get it. I sort of (laughs) almost want to reply and go... What is the funny? I don't get what it is. It's nothing. It's not funny to me. I go, the person who made it is. being like, could you explain why that's funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were, a, it's such a shame because if you were a female comic doing those, you'd get loads of men explaining to you why yeah. it was it's a funny. joke. So you'd oh, be the able irony. to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It, that's why I never, I never doubt myself now because I'm like, oh right, that's why yeah. I did that. Well, you, okay. you can have it explained to you. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. You know? Ideal. Yeah. In, 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 in that regard, it's weighted towards the, towards women, isn't it? 
In a way, let's be honest. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've got no one explaining it to me. <laughs> so you don't know why you're funny at all. Yeah, so I've got no, I've got no idea. So the biggest, basically, like your your biggest one of your biggest videos is your uh, regretful post because you don't know why it was funny. <laughs> I find it very difficult to talk about, but I once got one and a half million views, and I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much. That, that was, was excellent. So fun and so funny and so interesting. Thanks for having me. What an absolutely joyful episode of Podcastery. Please do follow Alistair on Twitter at Mr. Alistair Green and Instagram also at Mr. Alistair Green. And if you want your feed to be interrupted by some excellent comedy, Del Art. <laughs> you can follow us at Mike Delete Later Pod on Instagram and also at Mike Delete Pod on Twitter. That's where you'll see our little teasy trailers. You'll see a little bit of extra con con. Um, and you can email us any guests you'd like to see on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to ask you each week, Stevie, have you checked the inbox? Not yet. Great. I'll do that. Also, you can subscribe and give us a lovely review. I think probably only five stars. That would be really helpful. Yeah, you really can't actually helpful. do less. You can't do less than five Not stars. Not anymore. They've changed it. They've changed it. And remember, what should I remember, Gina? Well, you should remember, Stephen, that social media can be a brilliant place for, you know, getting your work out to a wider audience. It can also be fun for, like, you know, getting drunk on Instagram Live. We should do that one time. We should do that. But it can also be a place full of, you know, hand clapping and saying annoying Twitter things like, normalise this a lot. Like me. But however yes, like, you feel like about it just normalise the idea of deleting it and taking a break because you might as well sick. just delete it later. I feel really sick. Okay, cool. Bye. Ooh. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.